Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 7 a.m. Mindset Call. We do this call every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central, and uh, 4 a.m. Pacific Time. And on this particular call, we talk about mindset, we talk about leadership, we talk about life, we talk about books, we talk about affirmations, we talk about success, failure, a lot of things that go hand-in-hand in what you do on a daily basis, whether it's your job, your business, or your relationships. You know, if you... You know, take heed to this information. Go back, listen to the replay, take notes, and apply the information. Uh, your life could change, you know. Uh, we actually have loaded these conference calls on the podcast platform. They're on 16 different ones, uh, from Apple to iTunes to Breaker to Spotify. And you can go and, uh, you know, at any time go back and listen to them because <clears throat> we loaded uh, over 200 on there already. Um, it's not a podcast, so but I know... When people go to it, they see it, they might think it's a podcast. It's not. So if you just clicked on it, it's not. It's a conference call, but we put it here so that you can hear the good information because we got some great information. We might not have the podcast quality, the booming mics and all that kind of stuff, but we have some great information um, if you listen to it because this is life. This is 25, 35 years of living, dealing with people, dealing with situations uh, that uh, we're just giving it back to you you know, uncut, because when you hear it here, it's going to be like sitting in the living room at someone's home or riding in the car with them or walking down the street and just talking to them straight up. Um, that's how you're going to hear it here. So we're giving you the truth as we know it. So, all right, uh, we have a replay number two on our conference call here, which is 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085. All right, let me slow it down. Somebody said, you do it so fast. 712-432-1085. And the same PIN code that you use when you called in, 783357-POUND. You can go and listen to this right after the call. This is, today is Wednesday, so it'll be up to Friday morning on our next call. Or if you want to go to the podcast, just go there. You can go to any of those. If you don't have the the, the technology skills to do it, just send me a text at 678-644-4541, and, um, and I'll send you the podcast and the link, and it'll be in your phone forever, forever, ever. You can listen to it and share it and take notes and apply the information. I tell you, <clears throat> if you do it, I know. So you got to hear you got to hear me say that like a thousand or two thousand times that, if you do that information, your life will change, meaning that go back, list the replay, and apply it. Now, you've probably heard me say that 100 times, 200 times, 300 times, but it's going to take a 1,000 times for you to hear it before, even if you decide to move on it. So you don't understand that's the conditioning. That's what conditioning takes. That's why we sit in a classroom for, from the first grade to the 12th grade for six hours a day or seven hours a day because we had to be conditioned we had to hear this stuff over, so you don't realize how many hours that you heard things. So you don't realize how many times you heard Christopher Columbus discovered America. You don't realize that. You think you, you just read it in a book that time. No, 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 no. Your family said it. Your neighborhood said it. Everybody in the, everybody in the school said it. And you heard it over and over and over and over. And now, you you know, for a long time, some people don't, I mean, some people now realize that's not the case, but 
you had to hear that for years, you know, that that Abe Lincoln, uh, Honest Abe, you know, Honest Abe walked uh, 25 miles or 20 miles to return a quarter, that George Washington chopped down a cherry tree. You know, you had to hear that over and over. So you didn't realize that that's what was conditioning was happening. You didn't realize that. See, now for us to tell you to go back and do it and, and tell you the thing you think, now you've grown and it's hard for you to go back and realize, and go back and do certain things to, to deprogram and reprogram. Now, a few of y'all will. A few of y'all will. We'll do that. You don't hear it. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it. I have people call and say, Tony, I'm, uh, somebody told me yesterday, I listened to the first one, and you talked about the same thing we talked about. Yeah. As you listen to the next 50, the next 100, 200, you're going to hear the same thing. You're going to hear it with different verbiage. You're going to hear it with different words. But the same thing is stay tough. Be mental. Be mental. Have mental toughness. Fight. Don't ever give up. Keep going. Keep going. That's what you're going to hear in all the books that you read. You just hear it in a different way, in a different form, because you have to hear this stuff over and over and over to, to deprogram and reprogram. And you got to hear me say this. That's why I keep saying it over and over. I know some people have been on there for the last year. Tony, you said the same thing. I know, but you don't get it. You know why I know you don't get it? Because you're not doing it. You know why I know you don't, you're not doing it? You know you're not doing it. <laughs> Not only do I know you're not doing it, you know you're not doing it. <laughs> now, you know, some of that comes from a lack of a burning desire, a lack of a will, just, but some of, most of it comes from programming. You've been programmed for so long. You know, they say, we just talked about this, it's hard to teach, teach an old dog new tricks. It's very hard to do that. <laughs> it's very hard to teach an old dog new tricks. That's what I'm on here doing, though. I'm on here <laughs> trying to tell you, don't jump through the hoop that way. Jump through the hoop this way. And you've been jumping through the hoop that way for a long time. But that's okay. We're going to make it happen, folks. Watch. I was thinking, what am I going to talk about? I've been doing this for 
15 years consistently on the call and 25, 35 years not being on the call. But I know these calls have been going on for at least whew, 15, 16 years, 17 years. And I've been coming up with different topics, saying different things, but we're saying the same thing over and over and over because we got to condition and we got to recondition. we got to do all these things to, to get us right to go out here into this wicked world and win to go out into this wicked world and win. We got to do it. All right, so now, I was thinking of a topic, and I just looked over to my bookshelf, and I had started doing this, I guess, a couple of months ago and stopped. Remember I said I'm just going to grab a book off my bookshelf because we got so many books here, turn to a page and talk about that. I'm not going to tell you the name of the book because the first thing y'all want to do, especially if you don't have the book, go buy it. Now you got six, seven books stacked up that you're not reading. So I'm not going to tell you the name of the book, and please don't go out and try to figure it out because, you know, some of y'all might even know when I read from it. But this is a book that we had in the book club. We've actually read this book twice, maybe three times, you know, because it's one of my favorites. But I grabbed the book, and I just flipped to a page. So our topic this morning is the woodpecker. So he says here, on your quest, think of the symbology of the woodpecker. And also I got this this, this – uh, mindset uh, call placed on my page, you know, the, 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 uh, the mindset post that I do. So not, on, not in the elite team section, but on my page. Well, it is in there too, but, you know, comment on my page. Uh, any questions that you might have or any comments on this topic, go to my page and put it in there. And we can get that jumping, all right? Let's do that. So on your quest, think of the symbology of the woodpecker. Each peck does not amount to much but eventually the whole bloody tree comes down. What, I, what, what did I always say? Everything counts. Everything counts. It might, In your opinion, it might not amount to much. Get on this call for one, one time, that counts. When you don't get on it, it counts. Um, get on this call for 100 times, that counts. When you don't get on 100 times, that counts. See, the woodpecker understands that. Every little peck, every little thing that's going on, the woodpecker knows, you know, this thing going to eventually crumble. I'm just going to keep pecking away. Um, most of us doesn't realize that. We don't, we don't keep pecking because we peck and then look for results. We peck and then look for more results. We peck, we get on, we, we peck on, the, we get on the call, that's a peck. We get off the call, we look, is anybody uh, giving me money for my business? Uh-uh. Then we do it again. We'll peck the next time. Then we get off the call and we say, is anybody, my business is not growing. Then we peck. Then we get off the call again. We say, oh, I still don't have anybody. That stuff don't work. And we do it for a year maybe, maybe even two years. But see, you got to understand, everything counts. Now, when you quit, it doesn't, that counts too, though, but it doesn't help towards your success. See, you think that you've thrown away two out, two years by doing this. No, you're still pecking. And as you keep going, you're going to realize there's some other things you need to peck too. But, you know, you're not hearing that right now. You're just kind of pecking, and then you're kind of pecking. You're pecking a little bit more. And, and the person who endures is the one who wins. So it says persistence and patience are the keys to intention. But for that to work, you have to be able to focus and concentrate on the target. Most people quit before the final payout. 
Now, see, I'm not saying that. The book is saying that. People always say, well, Tony, you always say, folks, quit. Well, I'm just telling you, every book that we read, every book that we read says that most people quit before the final payout. They might not say it the exact way, but every book that we read, it'll say it in there all the time. Which is sad, he says. It's sad because I always say most folks never, you know, the, the home-based business arena, it doesn't fail you. You fail it because you quit before you get it. See, it takes, see, it might take me a year to get it, which it, it took me longer than that. But it might take you five years to get it. And see, that's the problem. You try to compare yourself to everybody else. You look at them, I got that dress. She has that dress. I have that kind of car. She has that kind of car. Uh, my hair looks like hers, you know. But it's still a lot of other things behind the scenes that you're not doing that you don't even understand. So you can't compare, okay, this person did that in a year. And you, and you, it might take you eight years. And that's what you don't want to uh, deal with. You don't want to face that. You have to put that time in because everything counts. You have to be that. It, 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 it adds up. See that person that you, 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 that you amazed with, that you just think is the greatest. You hadn't been around that person long enough to know everything that they've been through. Every struggle, every dollar they lost, every fight that they, every, you know, group that was taken from them, every group that, every friend that they lost, you just coming on board and you seeing somebody winning and you think, oh, they, they talk like me, they dress like me, oh, I can do that. Foolish. <laughs> foolish thinking. Just, just foolish thinking. I, I don't know. See, I think what it is is that because, you know, you're so, it, it's like uh, this, this thing is, is, is no um, acceptance that you have to get. We don't have to approve you. You know, even when you go for a loan, you you just on your pins and needles to hope they approve your loan. Or you, I don't know, whatever you're looking for, you got to wait to get approved. If you want to join a fraternity or sorority, you got to get accepted. You know, everything is that. But you start with us, we just take the check, the credit card or whatever. You know, you can come from jail to Yale. And we'll let you get started. So now there's a bad assumption that, Oh, this thing is it's 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 easy. It's, it's I can do it. I'm smart. No, you got that's the wrong assumption, folks. It is. It's the wrong assumption. But I know, I know, I know. You think? Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. No, you don't got it. <laughs> you don't. I'm not on here saying this stuff Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday just to be saying it. I say it because I know you don't got it. <laughs> I know it's not proper English, but I'm just making sure you understand. Because, see, you know, learning is understanding. So if I say something that's improper, as long as you understand it, that's what counts. I know you, I know some of you grammar police got a problem with that. But, you know, the whole point, the whole thing is to getting the point across. You don't got it, okay? You don't got <laughs> We can name this podcast that you don't got it. I know somebody said, "Well, you, you don't got it. You don't got it." Because that's what you say. Got it? I got it. I got it. I heard that. No, 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 no. If you heard it one time, you don't have it. You have to hear it a million times. No, Tony, I, I, I have it. No, you don't. You you might have heard it, but it's not in you. It's not. It hasn't become a part of you. You just heard it. It has to become a part. It has to become a part of you. I, I just—it really irks me when people say that. I got it. I, I've talked to people who come to 
uh, presentation. They say, yeah, I, I, you know, it ain't rocket science. I got it. Really? Really? <laughs> okay. Most people quit before the final payout, which is sad, but that's life. I was in a silver mine where the old miners had dug and dug for years and found only a trickle of silver here and there, just a trickle. When they finally quit digging, after years and years, they were 12 feet from the multi-million dollar mother load. 12 feet. 12 feet. The modern owner of the mine was happy with that. He moved the diggings over a couple of yards or so, and bingo, he was there. I've always been keen on the philosophy of the ancient moguls, which moguls, which is M-O-N-G-O-L-S. What we learn from these guys, like it or not, is intention. When the lads set out to get somewhere, they arrived. They didn't so much conquer the land, they rolled it up and took it with them. The moguls were brilliant organizers. In fact, their word order gave rise to the word, o, the word O-R-D-A, order, gave rise to our word order, O-R-D-E-R. What we learned from them is their ability to stick to the project, no matter what. They could ride in anguish and pain. Conditions were irrelevant to them. The intent was the only thing that mattered. You know how we say the, <clears throat> well, I say the, the dogs may bark, but the caravan moves on. You see, the intentions, you know, where I'm going, it's, it's, it's irrelevant about the conditions. Let the dogs bark. Let them talk. But we keep moving. So often we expect things in life to be cozy and guaranteed. We demand that things happen in a certain format or in a predetermined way. Otherwise, we deem them to have failed. You could have all the intention in the world, but sometimes things arrive from a different direction. What you're looking to do within intent is to focus on the target and never let go, no matter how long it takes. You know, you beam in on that target, and your tar- whatever that target is, and your target should be, your target should be the process, not the outcome. And I think that's the problem. We beam, we beam in on the outcome. See, the target should be the process. What do you mean, Tony? The process. What, what's the process? Um, <clears throat> five uh, calls a day, five inboxes, five direct messages, five contacts a day, uh, you know, um, mindset call, um, read your book, get your thought process right, stay intentional, and do those things over and over and over. Well, Tony, I'm trying to get me two people. Well, if you do that, you're going to get two people. But if you don't do that, you're not going to get two people or four people or five people. See, you got you to gotta zoom in on the and beam in on the process, you have to look at the end of the day. Did I did I contact five? Yep. And you can't you can't look and say, well, I don't have two new ones. No, you got to say, did I contact five? Yeah. Then the next day, did I contact five? Yep. You can't look and see, well, did I do I have two new ones? No, that's what you're doing. You're looking for the two new ones, and you should stay on the five. That you because if you keep contacting the five, the two new ones and uh, plenty more going to come. It's like the farmer. When the farmer plants the seed, he goes out and waters the seed every day. He doesn't look for the corn to pop up. He just checks off that he watered the seed that day. Did I go out there and water the seed? Did I, did I, did I farm the land? Yep. Okay. 
the next day that I go out there and war to see, yep, whenever it's time to war, I do. it's not like, well, I don't see nothing popping up. Because the farmer knows that eventually, if I keep watering, you know, a little stalk going to pop up, and then a larger one, and a larger He knows that. But see, we in business, we we, we got to look for the outcome, but we got, I got to get two. Well, you're going to get two. If you if you if you do five contacts a day, you get two. You get more than that. If you stay intent on the five a day, you know, if you stay intent on the five a day, you'll get two. But your intent is on the two, and you're not doing the five a day. Because you're sitting back saying, I did five yesterday, and I did five yesterday. I don't have two. Keep, go, keep doing the five. Stay on that. Stay on that. Preacher man said that's what he hated about this business is that anybody can join. You know what? And I think about that a lot. You know, it's almost like <clears throat> you're right. Because people get false hope and think that, you know, it's just, it's almost like you gotta, you need to jump through some hoops almost before you do. But if that happens, then, you know, you never know because there's so many people just kind of playing with this that's not taking it serious. So I don't, I don't know. That's a good point, though. It really is. It really is. But <clears throat> so often we expect things in life to be cozy and guaranteed. We demand things to happen in a certain format or in a predetermined way. Otherwise, we deem them to have failed. See, if I don't have my two, I fail. No, you fail because you didn't do your five every day. See, when I go to the gym to work out, I can't go and and uh, I can't go and bench, which I don't bench that often now. I do more, uh, but I, I can't go and do that and then go stand in the mirror because that's what people do. No, no, you got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it and keep doing it. Then you can, I mean, you can look in the mirror you want to, but don't think it's going to be some results there. The results that you want from the mirror coming from the process of you getting up every day going to do it. You can have all the good intentions in the world, but sometimes things arrive from different directions. What you're looking to do with an intent is to focus on the target and never let go. The target should be the process, no matter how long it takes. The great fortunes of the world were not built overnight. Things take time. That, that's the challenge. I see people, they set goals. We do a game plan. They have goals and goals and goals. And then they go out, and, they, and the next thing you know, they see somebody else's story, or they hear somebody else's story, and they throw their goals out the window. Their goal was to make $500 in a month. Now they see somebody else's story who made 5000 in a month. Now they throw theirs out the window. i got to make 5000 in a month. That ain't your goal from the beginning. Now how do you think you're going to do that? Because you saw somebody else who got the same dress you have and who drive the same car you have, who talk the same King's English, and you think that that's what you're going to be able to do? You don't know behind the scenes what that person has done. You don't know the sacrifice they made. You don't know what they lost. You see, everything adds up. They're winning now because everything is adding up. You hadn't done that yet. You hadn't. And then some people say, well, Tony, I've been around five, six years. Yeah, that's what you've been around. You've been around. 
you know, Lisa hit me with that yesterday. You know, she's like, you know, you said I've been here 10 years. She said, but really I've been here probably seven. Because the first three years, I don't know what I was, what was going on. Well, I can't. I, I'm a, I'm gonna not let her get away with that because I know what she was doing the first three years. Now somebody else might not have been doing that, but it's some people who think because you know I hear people all the time. Oh, I've been doing this 25 years, really, really. Have you been doing it 25 years, or have you just been around it 25 years? I've been doing this two months. Really? Have you been doing it two months, or you just kind of been like, you know, <laughs> uh, every now and then for two months? I mean, you know, when I can do it for two months. So, you, uh, Tony, you don't understand my life. I got other things going on. I do understand that. No, you don't understand that because you don't want to set the game plan. You want to set your goals and stuff. I didn't. You don't want to do that. If you got other stuff going on, then you got to deal with that. But see, you got other stuff going on, but you still want to be like somebody else who's putting all their time in this. <clears throat> what are you looking to do within intent is to focus on the target and never let go, no matter how long it takes. The great fortunes of the world were not built overnight. Things take time, and you have to be able to wait. If you're no good at waiting, start learning how. Being able to outweigh the opposition is another great success secret to life. Now, waiting and not doing is that's not the same. See, some people just want to wait. No, wait means you're still doing it. It just ain't happening for you. You don't wait without you still got to be doing. When you know that all the world is in a rush, all you have to do is hold the other view. He says, I like the symbology of the woodpecker. Each peck does not amount to much. But eventually, the whole bloody tree comes down. As you focus on your target, take woodpecker with you. Take it. Take the woodpecker with you. It will become a good friend. By holding the overall plan in your mind and concentrating on the pecking deck, you will eventually get what you want. May I tell you, I don't know if y'all remember this four or five years ago at my house. Man, I had a beautiful deck in the back. I mean, it's a, it's, it still was beautiful, but I had two woodpeckers out there, and I, I posted on my page that, you know, if you're an animal lover, you're going to be mad at me because I'm going to pop them woodpeckers because they would get up every morning, and they'll take the side of my deck. And I had real wood on that deck. It was real. <laughs> And to replace that and fix it, it cost a lot. But these woodpeckers didn't care. They would be up there. Ta -ta 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 <laughs> Boy, you should have seen me waking up in the morning. I'm sneaking. My wife said, what you doing? I said, I'm about to get this. I'm tiptoeing, trying to open the door and, and catch them, you know, by the time. Because I was going to buzz them in the head. I swear it was just because they, you know, at first I thought it was funny. You know, it was humorous until that day when I walked out there and saw what they had done to my deck. And, you know, it wasn't nothing I can cover up. Mr. So after that, uh-huh. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so after that, it was over with. So I'm saying, I'm a, you know, I'm going to catch them. But they got away every time. It was, you know, I, they got away. So uh, go ahead, man. What, what was your point? Um, just a question for you. Mm-hmm. How much wood can a woodchuck chuck? chuck? 
if a woodchuck chuck could chuck wood? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe, uh, how many bites does it take to get to the middle of the Tootsie Roll? No, what's the answer? Maybe somebody put put that in the uh, Facebook page. I don't know the answer. What's the answer? Is it a is it a riddle? It's a riddle. Okay. Well, some of y'all googling right now. I know some of y'all googling right now. So you can tell me the answer, but I don't know what what is the answer. Are you asking me? Yeah. You you got to have the answer. You gave me the riddle. <laughs> so really, so really, a, um, a, a woodchuck chuck can't chuck wood, but if they okay. could chuck wood, seven hundred pounds, wood woodchuck chuck they chuck dirt, they don't chuck wood. Okay. So how much wood can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck chuck can chuck wood? I, you know what I didn't. You know I show you that if you don't listen, you don't pick up. So when you were thinking when you were saying woodchuck, I was thinking I don't know that's a nickname for a woodpecker. So a woodchuck wood is something yeah. different. I don't know what a woodchuck yep. is. What is that? It's another type of animal that um, I think they say you usually find you usually find them in the Carolinas. But but the point to that is the same thing happens with network marketing. Like it's what you just said. You you heard me, but your mind automatically went to what a woodpecker. Right. What what I'm what I know exactly. What you know. That's a good point. What mm-hmm. you know. And the same thing happens with the same thing happens. Mm-hmm in this industry as well. People hear you. It's like what you said earlier. You know, people say, I got it, I got it. Mm, no, you don't because you're, mm-hmm. because you, you, you think you heard what you mm-hmm. thought you heard. Like you thought I, I was talking about a woodpecker because I said right. I must wood, chuck, 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 chuck wood. But, I, I, but I'm talking about another type of animal. And the same thing happens in this industry. People, when they say to you, I heard you, I got it, I got it, mm-mm. Right. Mm-hmm. You got it based so on the not, information you've had all your life. That you know. Not, that you uh, know. Yeah, based on the mm-hmm. information that you know. That's why you have to get rid of that information because people think, well, it's the same thing. No, it's not. And, you know, and they'll fight it to the end, especially if you're up in age because you've been doing this for years. So you just for won't so get long. on the call no more. Right. And that's why I, I, I talked about earlier there, there's a training that I want to do um, – when the timing is right, the number one reason why people quit this industry is knowledge because how much wood can a woodchuck chuck but woodchuck chuck chuck wood? It's knowledge. People don't understand that they don't even know what they don't even know based upon what they think they are hearing. So I just want to throw that riddle in to correlate to what we do on a, day- on a day-to-day basis. I mean, when it comes to knowledge, I always said that we, if I took, if we could take you guys for six months straight, and that's all we need, six, eight months at the most, every single day in a hotel room <clears throat> where you didn't, you couldn't go home, you couldn't go watch, turn on the television. All you heard was what we talked about in the, in the classroom, in the hotel room from 8 in the morning to 8 at night, then you go to sleep. And then y'all get together in the lobby and maybe talk about the same thing over and over. We do that for six to eight months. Your life will change. But guess what? We can't do that. Guess who has to do that? <laughs> you want to guess? I had to get back to the mute button. 
Who? The person has to do it. Yep. They have to be a self-starter and do it on their own. And guess how many people will do that? Most folks won't. So you got to get intense with that whole thing of changing that thought process and and growing a new brain you talk about and all that kind of stuff. you got to get intense with it. And nobody's going to stand over you and make you do it. Nobody's going to, you know, keep feeding you with it. You're going to have to be the one to do it along with the process of building your business. If you're going to change the thought process and you want to be, you know, mental tough, have the mental toughness, uh, to do it and keep going and going through the numbers, you know, till you find people. Now, some people will go through the numbers enough till they find somebody else who already has that and keep going. And that's what you see when people are having success. They're finding certain people who have certain mindsets at the time in certain groups, and that's what happens. But until that point, you have to be that person that's toughen, that toughen up, I mean, that can toughen up and actually keep digging every single day and, you know, we got a lot of distractions out here, man. We got a lot of things that, you know, weapons of uh, distraction that will throw you off if you let it, and most people do. So, um, all right, well, appreciate, man, for that input. Uh, Who's this? Who's saying that? <laughs> Somebody just texted me the same thing he said. All right, um... All right, folks, that's it. Go back and listen to the replay, please. Uh, study the woodpecker. Woody the woodpecker. Study that. You know, but go back and listen to the replay also. Now you say, what the hell, Tony? That's just so much. I got a, I got a family. I got, I know. The easy thing about That's why most people never, ever, because, you know, you can't, you're not going to get relentless and, and give in to that and say, okay, I got to. I'm going to have to give up something to get there. i got to sacrifice something. Most people would never, ever do that. I understand you got a family, you got obligations. You gotta, you, so that's why you have to bag down your goals and dreams and stop talking all this other stuff that you talk when you know you got to do other things besides this and you know that you're not going to be uh, that person that's going to stop doing all that to do what you need to do. Stop, stop setting yourself up for that. Then stop, you know, thinking you could be something that you're not because you can't. You're not. You don't. You're not putting that time in like that. Stop it. Did you say something, ma'am? Because I'm about to wrap it up. I was just going to say the easiest thing, the easiest thing, and the most. I know beautiful. This is not a word, but the easiest thing and the most mm-hmm. beautiful part of this. <laughs> The most beautiful thing in the world is just like that. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Keith Murray said it was a word, so. Go ahead, Keith Murray. But the most most easiest thing about this industry and also the most beautiful, the most beautiful part about it is also the most hardest and the messiest, and it's the personal development and belief and understanding that most people – don't come to this industry with personal personal development and belief. And that's the hardest thing to get people to understand, that you have to work. I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care how much you meditate. I don't care how much you are the researcher. I don't care. You, you have to understand and learn and work on your personal development and your belief every single day. And the other part of that is the consistent part of it. Because 
what I've seen is most people that have been around the industry, and notice I'm using the words around the industry, still don't believe and still won't be consistent and still won't do the mundane, boring, non-sexy things every single day. And what's easy to do is also easy not to do. And I I didn't and I really didn't come to a full understanding of that phrase until I came to this industry ten years ago. Because that's so true. I mean it's easy. But not only not only that, you didn't come to that until probably two or three years after being in it because you was the you was the main one that used to call me all the time after I say stuff like that. You'd say, Well, Mr. Fleming, these folks ain't gonna do anything until they make some money. Yeah. And I'm like, Miss Horsley. Yeah. They can't make no money till they do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You think they're going to get out here and do what they got? They got to make some money first. I'm like, well, yep. I, how are they going to make the money until the they do something? I, I used to love the analogy that you used to, used to throw back at me with the fire. Mm-hmm. What you should say, you got to put the you gotta, um, Yeah, you can't just stand over the fire, in, you know, the fireplace and ask for fire. You know, it ain't going to happen. You got to go out there and get the wood first and then put it in there. Yep. Then the fire going to come. Then the fire is going to come. And I used to always tell, tell you, people are not going to do anything. They're not going to come to meetings. They're not going to travel to meetings until they start making money. And when you told me, no, nah, at least it don't work like that. If you want the, if you want, if, if you want to get to the, if you want to get warm, you got to come to the fire. And on, only way you can build a fire, you got to put the wood in. And it clicked for me. That analogy clicked for me. In order for me to get warm, in order in order for me to really enjoy a nice roaring fire with some wine and some cheese and some grapes, I gotta build the fire. I gotta put the wood in, which means I gotta put the work in. It, it, it fire just well, not gonna happen. That, by that conversation you had with me was like. All that you talking on them, man. Them folks ain't gonna do nothing, Miss Fleming. Today, yep. today make some money. You you talk all that you want. Yep. Them folks, they gotta make yep. some money first. And I'm like, yep. well, how does that happen? That's like, that's like standing at the Coke machine telling the Coke machine, give me the Coke first, then yep. I'm gonna you put the really, four quarters in. You were really discombobulated by by that statement. You were like, yeah, like, like how, how, how did it happen? You know, I'm like, and I'm, I'm thinking like, what you mean? And I'm like, they not gonna move. Until they make some money, they not. And you were like, "Well, I don't. How is that gonna happen?" <laughs> it's like a partner man had to come. He's like, "They used to call me Tony and say they need to make some money." They need to make. I said, "Well, he said you tell them if you don't put applications in to make money, how do we pay you? How do we pay you? See, on a job, you can go to work and and half-ass do stuff to still get your check on Friday. <laughs> you can't do that here." <laughs> It's based on production. You can't. You can half ass all you want, but you ain't gonna get no check. But see, at the job, you do that all day long. Some of y'all been doing it for years. You just figured out how to half ass every day and still get and paid. You know. And yep, and that's what we used to. We steal the staplers. <laughs> we steal the people printer paper, rulers for the kids. Uh, all the ink pens. You still get a check because first of all, 
<laughs> First of all, they ain't paying you what you worth anyway, and then you ain't working enough hours. That you ain't doing what they're supposed to do anyway. So all, both of y'all kind of going back and forth. They pay you just enough that you don't quit, and you work just enough that they don't fire you. And that's how most people operate. But you can't do just enough here. That's what people do. I've been in the business two weeks. I ain't got a check yet. Uh, did you put an application in? <laughs> no, but I've been doing it. Well, that, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> you got to produce. doesn't work like that. <laughs> you have to produce, folks. All right. Uh, appreciate that, ma'am. Thank you for your input. Uh, let's get let's let's uh, let's do this. I'm gonna give you the the clip. You gotta tell me who voice this is. And uh, where is it? Okay, here it is. Tell me who voice this is. Six seven eight six four 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 five four one. Give me a text. And this is for let's see who can win today because we've been dragging this thing out for a minute. We got Kimona fifteen, Doc Nicole five, Faith ten, Royce fifteen, Renee ten. Field 10. <laughs> Where's Kim on here? I thought Kim had 15. Oh, there he is. Kim got 15. <laughs> so we got Ross with 15, Kim with 15, Kimona with 15. All right, somebody got to win today, so I'm going to go and give y'all 10 points for this. So go and win it. Somebody got to win it. Here we go. It had to come from his mother. Uh, Beverly, is. she's a preacher, you know, so... You know, and just, you know, being around his parents um, at a young age and same with me, just being around and your mother and father having like parties and, you know, and you there, but you can't really be in there, but you come through every now and then you see them dancing and having fun and drinking and stuff. So you pop through and pop in and out like that was the stuff that that would, you know, we see them laughing and joking and telling, you know, so that it, it all. You know, and still in us, yeah. you know, both, you know, us as kids, you know, that's how our parents were, so. Hey, y'all, that preacher man just get all this stuff, man. God, don't preacher man. <laughs> I would say you would have a, some kind of gadget over there, man, but I already Googled it. Nobody has this gadget to put on the phone to figure out who voice that is. Nobody has it because the police department would have it, I guess. But nobody has it. So I don't know how you're doing this, Preacher Man. <laughs> I'm going to play it again for y'all. But Preacher Man already got the answer, so I'm just going to play it one more time. It had to come from his mother. Uh, Beverly, is she's a preacher. You know, so, you know, and just, you know, being around his parents um, at a young age and same with me, just being around and your mother and father having, like, parties and, you know, and you there, but you can't really be in there, but you come through every now and then. You see them dancing and having fun and drinking and stuff, so you pop through and pop in and out. Like, that was the stuff that that would, you know, we see them laughing and joking and telling, you know, so that it, it all, you know, instilled in us, yeah. you know, both, you know, us as kids, you know, that's how our parents were, so... Who was that? That's Warren G. 
Oh, He's talking yeah, about I, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I, I didn't know Snoop Dogg's mother, him. Beverly, was a preacher. Man, Chris, you might, you might have known. I mean, preacher, man, you might have known that. That's probably, but that's Warren G. and Snoop. He was talking about Snoop Dogg uh, and him growing up. Man, preacher, man, be on it. Dang, preacher, man, you can get Warren G. out of that. Go ahead. <laughs> That's right, nothing but a G thing, baby. All right, we're gonna we're gonna end it with this. I wanna play this song. I heard it yesterday on YouTube. I hadn't seen it since two thousand nine. Matter of fact, the last time I saw this song on YouTube, I, <laughs> I was coming from Dothan, Alabama, in two thousand nine toward two thousand ten. <laughs> coming from Dothan, Alabama, and this was on YouTube. And it was a fan. A fan actually remade this song. You know how a fan takes a song and put a different beat to it? And I was like, man. And I hadn't seen this song on YouTube since then. And it popped up yesterday. And I was like, oh, my God, this is my song. So it's not a song you can go find. It's just a fan that took a song and rebooted it and put a different beat to it and put his voice on there. Now, I, I was so excited listening to it, I didn't check for the the curse words. So <laughs> if y'all hear a few, I didn't check because I probably was singing the words along with it. But, man, I'm going to end it with this. This was my song, and I found it yesterday after 10 years. It was out there for, like, and it disappeared. It disappeared. But that's all right. I'm going to play it for y'all, <laughs> whether y'all want to hear it or not. Lyrically, Talib Kweli, true 
Enough to carry Biggie Smalls on my back And the whole BK nigga holler back 